Now, this was a good show in this talk podcast. Like, I feel like I was talking to fam, you know what I'm saying? And getting real feedback on being better and uh, just two men being motivated. Him and Angel just being motivated throughout the whole show and even through their thoughts on their podcast and why they started and you know the avenues and challenges that they had and how they pushed themselves and how they push each other as brothers I felt like was like I wish more people did that so I hope you guys enjoy the show please check out their podcast Miss Talks podcast it is two men not women don't be fooled and just really get into their topics i feel like their topics are topics we need to talk more about we need to learn more about and um i hope you guys enjoy the show and today on what's real anyway we have a guest miss talk podcast is on here we have angel on here and we have the poet Walter LeRae. Hello. And we are going to really dig in on a topic. But before we dig in on a topic, um, I want to know more about your podcast and why you started your podcast. Good deal. Uh, Angel, you want to go for that one or should I take that? Uh, you go ahead and I just add a little sprinkles on it. Sprinkles. All right. Well, <laughs> sprinkle. <laughs> My baby brother, man. Uh, Miss Talks Podcast, uh, why did we start it? Well, Angel and I love to converse with one another. I like to razz him. That's my baby brother. So we have this uh, this understanding of agree to disagree. But most of the time, he, he's right, and I still try to razz him. So uh, that's what it's about. And it, Real Talk is uh, Miss Talks Podcast. It's real talk, real people, sincere conversations. Miss stands for May I Speak Sincerely. And a lot of women... When they see Miss Talks podcast, they automatically assume that we're women, and it's 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 the inside joke. But no, it's not, ladies. We are kings, and uh, that's my baby brother Angel, because they think Angel because of the name Angel that he's a, a female, but he's not. Listen, but of course, yes, I go am right a ahead. boy, Damon. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. So I kept going through the episodes. I'm just like, okay, it's definitely two men. But I'm trying to like put an idea of how how this is gonna go, and I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go for it. So I like that. Yeah, no, we, 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 you know, we definitely like to have fun. I mean, and and the thing about it is, everybody think that they know you, but we like to tell people, you know, to get to know us. Never judge the book by its cover. Actually, come in and converse with us, and you know, Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your host? Angel and Walter LeRae mm-hmm. and that's what we're about and I'll let Angel finish it up <laughs> right right no um, we were fortunate enough to grow up in a time where you know the most sincere conversations would happen like in a barbershop or even just visiting with your neighbors just taking a walk around the neighborhood after dinner and you know as times progressed man we just noticed that the art of conversation started to get lost and you know, we you learn so much when you take time to speak your mind instead of trying to speak to what you think people will agree to or what would get you a like on social media, but just being sincere. And we just miss that era, you know, just paying homage to 
uh, you know, the, the generation that was before us that taught us how to keep it real before keeping it real was a trend, you know? So we just wanted to get a, a create a safe space where we can have real conversations. Cause you know, you know, in the, in the barbershop and places like that, that was nothing that was off limits. You know, if you, you, you had to come in with your, your, your thick skin on and, you know, you put something out there, it wasn't received. People would let you know how they felt about it. But at the end of the day, we dapped each other up and we went our separate ways. Disagreement is not disrespect. Right. And we have to get back to a point to where we can agree to disagree without it being about disrespecting one another. That's my whole motto. I love to agree to disagree. And a lot of people don't know how to take it because they want a yes and they want to know they want an agreement or they want a disagreement and it doesn't have to be that you could just right. have a completely different perspective so that's good most definitely it's 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 something that we pride ourselves on and i like to razz him so i had this is my happy time because i get see before the show starts i get a chance to razz him up get him hyped and he's still you know he's a, he's a, he's the cool character so i love messing with angel but you know, that's the whole thing. We just like having fun, man. So we we'll, we definitely appreciate you allowing us to come on your platform as well. Thank you. Yeah, Absolutely. of course. What's, what has been like your favorite episode of your show so far? Oh, wow. If you had to pick one, what was it? Well, I, I actually have two. Uh, uh, the episode in season one, I believe, is uh, be present in the moment. Because the moment that moment that you're present in is the gift. And it's the episode that my mother and I took a road trip and this was before quarantine time. So I I just learned a lot from my mother at that point in time, because we were driving to East Texas to uh, visit her parents who had passed away. We were cleaning up the cemetery plots Mm -hmm. and it was hard for her to go back there, but it it just really taught me, you know, empathy. You know, it, it taught me a lot. And I, I had a great time with my mother and, and you know, cause we lost our father, like I want to say two years ago and that we're still not over that particular thing, but knowing that we still have mom here, that it showed me a lot. It, it showed me to be present in the moment, to love the people you with, embrace them. And I, and I love, I just, I just love my mother. I love my brother. And I try to tell him, Hey, I love you, but I'm gonna give you a hard time. <laughs> I have to, man. I love y'all. I love Raz and Angel, man. I love to try to get up under his skin, and it, it doesn't work. He's the he's the cool one, but uh, the other one is stinky sex in the whole nine. Oh lord! <laughs> that that episode, we were talking about different things, and we're gonna bring a part two to that one because yeah. it was different, you know, lifestyles and you know the big the big things like people like to go around smelling like all day. Mm-hmm. And and have sex. I'm like, uh, I just can't do it. <laughs> so that's a, that's another favorite of mine. But I, 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 I appreciate a lingering, uh, lovely dick smell. Uh, <laughs> 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 it just depends. It depends on the person. Some of them you just got to get it right off of you. So I'm just like, you know what? Oh, I think I'm gonna go to work. I think I'm just gonna go to work. You know, look now. Okay, let me let me admit. Some women have very, very good smelling yonis. Right. And I and I said it and Angel just died. He's like, oh Lord, where are we going with this one? <laughs> it is that's the razz though. But you know, 
And then some people need, you know, go around smelling like swamp ass. And I'm like, no, nah, we're not gonna do that, baby. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to tame that. <laughs> I tell my nephews this. I said, if you go to a girl's house and she doesn't have water or fruits, leave. Cause something ain't gonna be right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And if her house is dirty, you yes. gotta, hey, you Make gotta know if her house is clean. I'm telling you. I mean, you know, tell the truth, shame the devil. Y'all, come on, Angel. <laughs> what is your favorite episode so far, Angel? Uh, well, mine also has to be the uh, present in the moment because that, you know, like you said, you know, that resonated with us dealing with, um, you know, just um, losing our dad and, and uh, just having time to kind of reconcile on, you know, certain things that, that we had an opportunity to spend, you know, the last moments with him. And not everybody gets that opportunity. You know, so, um, and then, you know, after the fact that he passed away, it was just different. You know what I'm saying? Like going through the cycles and the seasons of the year, just now realizing that, yo, you know, it's, it's fall and this is dad's favorite time of the year, football, and like, man, dad's not here anymore. So, you know, that episode resonated with me. And then the other episode that I love is when we were talking about, um, you know, the greatness of Michael Jackson. And, you know, despite some of the controversy around, you know, these documentaries that have come out uh, with people who are shady as far as their stories and their timelines or whatever, um, you know, we always take it, you know, take the liberty to, to look beyond the printed message where people are trying to get you to understand or, or trying to get you to believe. Because it's, it's real weird in this country how we're, we go through a school system and we're taught to idolize the heroes that oppressed us, but we are always trying to demonize our own for some reason. And, um, you know, so I, I just really love the fact that we had the courage to step out and say, you know what, I don't care what the majority of the, of the popular consensus is. We love Michael Jackson. He was a part of our childhood, the memories as far as the, uh, the uh, what is it, Motown 25 when he first performed the Billie Jean song. And, and just growing up in that era. So, you know, and, and I have all nostalgia for 90s R&B and 80s. That's my that's my time period. I, I love that that time in the world. But because we, we, we had less, but we was able to do more. Mm. And we put the effort in on it. It wasn't like, click yes. here, you can have this. It was like, put in the work and get creative and have it. So, yeah. yeah. We didn't have microwave dinners, you know what I'm saying? We had Listen. to... Uh, <laughs> we had to, we had to cook. <laughs> you know put some yeah. seasoning on that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like leftovers, the closest we had to a microwave was a hot plate. Look, I'm telling my age. Is <laughs> <laughs> somebody listening? What's that? What's that? <laughs> my mom, my mom is uh, Jamaican, so it was cooked food every time. Yes. Amen. And, um, yes. We didn't have a microwave. I didn't get a microwave in my house till I was about fourteen. So um, everything was on the stove. But going back to what you said about you know Michael Jackson and appreciating and remembering his talent, uh-huh. I I don't like how people today demonize entertainers and artists. Mm. on things they assume happened, especially after right. that interview that boy said he didn't. And then now that he's gone saying he did, it's kind of like, mm. why would you take that for verbatim? And my thing is like, why do people feel like entertainers are these elite people? 
that mm-hmm. cannot be imperfect, that cannot have issues, that probably don't need therapy. He had no childhood. Exactly. Like what childhood child do you know that's touring and doesn't have like friends on the block to play with or know how to deal with kids? So to me, him having children around children like things at his house is not far fetched to me. And I think this whole sensitive society that you can't tell a joke or they want to go back on Eddie Murphy's jokes and have him apologize. Don't apologize. Don't apologize. Who who you are today is completely different of who you were. And so it's growth. Like, allow me to grow and they don't allow them to grow. And it's just very like, it's annoying because I think people try to uh, pick you apart to find fault Mm. and they don't see your whole being. They don't see like, I have these faults and I'm still this. They try to pick, pick you apart and it's just like, I don't want to be famous. I'll rather be wealthy and, and quiet and not anybody know who I am. Amen. So, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a page out of my book right there. But yeah, now you see, Angel don't even show himself. You know, that's the, that's the whole thing. That's the anonymity of of my baby brother. And I was like, yeah. well, if y'all want to know how Angel look, he looks like me, people. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the gray hairs, but I wear them proudly. Hey, yeah. listen, if you see me coming, it's too late. So. It's too late, right? <laughs> But you know, you know the best, the best companies and the best businesses. You don't, you don't know who the owners are. You don't know what they look like. You don't know nothing. Yeah, and I'm not a flashy yeah. person, so that's how that. they keep like controversy at bay is because people can't pick them apart. You can't mm-hmm. pick apart PNG. PNG got 30, 30 products with different names. So there you go. It's yeah, smart. and it's, it's, it should be a focus on the art. You know what I mean, like it was a time when we really focused on the art instead of the artists. And somehow that changed in this, this modern age. And now we got to know what, yeah, too much access. We got to know what the baby looked like, the baby name. We got to like, it's like, I don't want to be that up in somebody's life. Yeah. 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 You know, I don't need 24 hour surveillance of what you're doing. Oh, Kim Kardashian ate at Taco Bell. Okay. Right. And then then turn around and get mad at her for profiting off of, her family. Well, no, I think she did the right thing. I mean, if you're yeah. gonna be out there like that, you gotta, you know, you know, her mom jumped in front of it and they made made it happen. Yeah. Now, the thing is, is like you said, too much access, and that's why I back away. Like on Sundays, I really don't do social media. Mm-hmm. You know, I spend time with my family and I pull away because it's just too much. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody, everybody has their opinion. I respect everybody's opinion, but I don't want to hear everybody's opinion. Right. Kind of back away. Everybody's opinion is not valid. No. no. And and that's why I keep my mouth shut because I don't want to chime in on things that I have no mm-hmm. understanding about. And and I'd rather pick up a book and our and read and, and that's my little happy place is reading and, and writing and doing that other things. Sense. So I love it. Because that's that's controlled by your thoughts. It's not society telling you how to think and and what to be. It's just like your place of peace. That's how I am. I love being yeah. home. Well, contribute that to our parents because she made us, mom and dad made us keep a book in our hands. So that's good. She said, I don't care if you don't read, but you're going to have that book in your hand. So you might as well use it. <laughs> and if I give you the Bible, you know what's coming next, right? right. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus, please don't let her go. She's on the Bible. Help me, Jesus. 
saying. So what are you, what are your hopes for your podcast? Like, where do you want to see it going? Minus this messy year, because I'm I'm sure you guys had plans that uh, is messed up because of this. Uh, oh yeah, we were we were gonna be in an actual studio. Uh, we were gonna do you know some things. You know, Angel right now is in undisclosed location because he don't like people to know where he's at. Right. But he's I'm in Texas, right? Yeah, I, I, Angel's in witness protection program right now. <laughs> But um, I just, I want everybody to have fun. You know, like the podcast is just, you know, it's more of a conversation between Angel and I and the brothers. And if you are able to just, you know, have a, a conversation with your best friend all the time, it's really not work. And, you know, having your own podcast, it is a lot of work that we put into this, you know, to be quality. But, you know, I want it to grow. I want it to reach people. I want it to be a platform from other people men and women to feel like hey you want your voice to be heard that's what i want you to do reach out to us but don't be on cp time and 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 and, and, and don't be you know like my brother says don't have the personality of paint drying (laughs) (laughs) you know have some you know have some some get up and go and and be excited because excuse me if you want people to be excited about your process of what you're doing you got to let that come through because you know we don't really do video as much, you know what I'm saying? But we want people to hear our voice and, and just ride with us. And that's and that's my hope because, like I said before, I, I love giving my brother a hard time. So if you like you like to rash your, your siblings, this is a place. But we definitely want you to be uh, to feel the impact of, of positivity because we know there's, a, there's enough negative things out there. We want to make sure that we bring something positive to you and try to help our community uh, to, to grow as, as a whole and not just, you know, negative thoughts here, negative thoughts there. We don't we don't have time for that. We just want to have fun and bring positive light and, you know, and educate because I learned a lot from my from my baby brother. And I'm very proud of him for, you know, having that knowledge that he has and sharing that knowledge. So when I when I take that on, I'm learning and I'm and hopefully I'm dropping some knowledge off of him as well because you know we get older we don't lose those things we got to flex that muscle that's the biggest muscle that we have is our brain so that's why intelligence in a woman is is extremely high on our list so mm-hmm. kudos to women who who flex that muscle yeah um my thing is like if you're not learning you're dying and young people keep you wise and older people keep you 10 steps ahead of where you're supposed to be so it's very important to, you know, get ahead of that. So, yeah, that's good. That's good y'all give each other feedback. Oh, I always wow. give feedback. That's my boy. My bad, Angel. Go right ahead, sir. <laughs> no, I'm just agreeing with it, man. It, again, it goes back to the the art of conversation and just not, you know, having your feelings on your shoulder or on your sleeves and being able to take feedback and, and also, you know, turn it into something, you know, constructive. But, you know, just being able to be in a safe place, man, where you know that it's coming from good energy and, and uh, receiving and giving, you know, because it, it's like I, I can't be around someone that's timid. And, I, and you know, you got to walk on eggshells and, right. you know, that's not real. I, I no, it's not like I can't. It's too much stress. Like you put me through too much. I can't just relax around you when, you know, everything I say to you is a reaction. You don't you don't hear what I'm saying. You hear what you feel. And I, I just not. Nah. We can't yeah. we can't vibe like that. Mm, he's dropping the wisdom. You don't hear what what say that again, sir? 
<laughs> they don't hear what you say. They hear what you feel. They hear what they feel. Mm. So they, it's hard to communicate with people like that because they're, they're not listening. That right. boy's like a like a pot of collard greens, ain't he? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the right seasoning, the right. Seasoning. Put some seasoning on that boy. <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon, right? With some hot water cornbread. Let's go. Oh man, he gonna tell you. I laugh so much, man. My eyes get tight because Angel had me cracking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a black Chinese with before it's all done. He has me. He cracks me up every day. We on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We we record a lot, and it's things that we put in the vault because Angel just one day I'm gonna let him out and y'all understand. This dude is really yeah. funny. He's really funny. <laughs> I thought about doing like one episode of just like bloopers, like where I messed up. Because I think people, when they hear a podcast, they feel like, oh, they have everything planned out. Everything works how they say it's going to work and there's nothing messed up. No, no. No. (laughs) Angel, hey, every day I mess up. Angel says, swing and a miss. (laughs) I'm like, and then I laugh for 10 minutes straight because he's, he's, he's razzing me. So I'm like, okay. So I have to get up, walk around, and I come back. Yeah. And it was very hard to say, Mister, uh, welcome to Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your host, Angel and Walter LeRae. I yeah. messed it up like 20 times. He's like, man, he said, won't you record it after I get off the podcast? <laughs> so Listen. I get it. Listen, I know how I am when I record, when I'm just regular, and I know how I am when it's like Friday or Saturday night. And I record after an edible. It's brown. <laughs> I, I will say something. So, like, I know, I know how to prepare for the difference. But you know, as long as the message gets across, and I'm I'm pretty like straightforward on my episodes. Some episodes will be like six minutes, get to the point and get off. Right. Some are a bit longer because I'm sharing the experience. But um, when she gets it, I just want people to be better. I think there's enough uh, podcasts talking about the latest gossip or the latest trend or oh my God, um, thank the you. latest issue. I'm just like, I don't want to hear about that. Like, there's so yeah. many other things to talk about. Yes, yes. yes. You, we agree you, with you. You resonated with me real, real huge right now because yeah. um, another thing in, in loss of conversation, there's been a loss of journalism. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like there's no true fact finding you know vetting out information now it's just sling whatever to the wall hoping something stick and it's all about gossip and and like dude i don't care who broke up with who right like you know they they just passed a law where they don't even have to have to identify the origin of the meat that they're selling you in the grocery store oh yeah but you and i'm worried about what kim and kanye talking about like really Mm -hmm. kim and kanye don't pay me i'm not their kid we don't live in the same house (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's, it's different. It's different. Yeah. And I don't know. I think you either want the facts today or you don't want the facts and you want the hype. My thing is like, if you don't give me the facts, I'm going to find out the facts for myself. Well, and that's, yeah. and that's a, that's speak. I'm sorry. Go right ahead, Angel. No, 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 bro. I didn't mean to jump in. I was just going to say, because I remember being a kid going to the grocery store with my grandmother. And you know that kind of information was in. Uh, it was a magazine. What was it called? The National Enquirer. National Enquirer. Yeah. And, and we kind of scoffed at that because that was, you know, the the joke. Like that's yeah. where gossip and all that, you know, stuff. But now it seems like that's the mainstream media now. Mm-hmm. What used to be a joke to us back then, 
is now the mainstream media because it takes one tweet. <laughs> yeah, the phone has 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 put the power in idiots' hands and in the hands of idiots. And so I try I try to keep. My, I'm sorry, people. I try to keep my phone out of my hand. <laughs> the orange man. I don't even call him what people call him. The orange yeah. man. The Shido. Shido, why are you why are you concerned about TikTok? Uh, there is a whole world right now. Your whole country is like on fire, and you're concerned about who's buying TikTok. Hey, status quo though, Miss Shan. That's that's how they do it. Status quo. I've done my job. Fake news. Fake news. Hey, that's him. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> Wait a minute! Didn't he say COVID nineteen was fake? Oh my bad! I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then had the nerve to speak on people's children, talk about they're very immune to this, but they're dropping <laughs> like flies going back to school. I'm just like, just somebody, yeah, you him. But I don't know, man. I don't know. It's madness. What's 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 some of the best advice for any people that's new to podcasting? Uh, man, some of the best advice I can give you is really be true to who you are and understand that there's only one you. So you have to be authentic and organic in a way that um, you don't have to worry about keeping up with a trend because this is a saturated space. There's everybody and their mom got a podcast. And so... You know, it, 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 um, I, th- I believe my brother and I was looking at some information where it says that rarely people ever get past making, you know, five to 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. And so you have to have a passion and love what you do because, um, you know, this is not like Vine and YouTube, you know, back in 2010 where you put something out there and it goes viral. You know, it's it's not about overnight success or it's not about, um, you know, just getting that following overnight like it's a very saturated space right now and everybody's uh you know got a podcast everybody's trying to do something and and whatnot and so the support system you know may be different for other people but if you're not or you know authentic in what you're doing you're going to lose sight of that and it gets very difficult because it, you know we we can put together a very uh intellectual show that is coming from a good place because we want to share that information and some days, you know, hey, we get a lot of downloads. And some days, I see people sharing Kanye's video mm. twenty six hundred times within thirty seconds, and I'm like, I tell like, people all the time, people love to watch and listen to the demise of other people. Yes, when you're talking about something good, it's like a fine line if it hits or not. So right. that's why I'm like super particular in what title I give things. Because a lot of people will click on just because of the title, because it's mo- probably a little problematic. What is she talking about? But and I like to twist it and make it something else because that negative energy you just don't need it. Yeah, and I try not to get caught up into it because it's so it's it's so easy to get caught up. But I would tell anybody have fun mm-hmm. if you're going to do it, have fun in it because it is work and it requires you to you know, put your all into it and have fun. And then like, like Angel said, you know, be true. I always say, speak your truth. And that's, that's why we, uh, we have fun speaking to each other, to one another, you know, and, and I don't talk down to my audience. You know, I I speak with my audience. I bring my audience in, like we're part of a family and I'm trying to get it right on the journey. And that's why I say enjoy this journey because we're trying to get it right as well. 
and whoever is starting a new podcast, it's a journey for you. Uh, just have fun with it, and you know, don't don't stay in your lane. Don't try to get in nobody else's lane. Mm-hmm. You know, be true to who you are, and you will have success. I promise you, you will have success of being yourself because. You know, I don't measure myself up against any other podcast. I don't say, well, my podcast is this much better. No, I don't do those things. I listen to a lot of podcasts and uh, I, I try to, you know, share feedback with them because I know what it takes to do what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And you want that honest feedback. Right. A lot of people don't. And I, <laughs> and the joke, the running joke is when I said about Miss, Miss stands for May I Speak Sincerely. And I, I, was, I asked the young lady, I said, hey, have you listened to our podcast? Oh, yeah, queen, I sure did. <laughs> she said, really oh, not. Queen. Like, let's be honest. I still did. I was like, <laughs> I told Angel, Angel said, he said, really? I was like, he said, what did you say to her? I was like, I didn't say anything, man. Because you got to understand, people are busy as well. And yeah. I don't want to I don't want to be devil's advocate, nor do I want to uh, coddle the the, the, the the response of other people because we don't know what they're dealing with. Yeah. But have thick skin, you know, if 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 somebody doesn't give you a good review, just keep doing you and, and like I said, stay in your lane. As long as you're in your lane, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're you're okay. You can be you can do you and still be successful in this world. And because everybody's looking for the gimmick or the stick. Yep. And oh, I'm yeah. not with none of that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't I don't believe in that. And that's why we try to we try to drop Jews on you and I let my brother go because we read a lot. Mm-hmm. So if he's dropping Jews on you, you know, I, I want to, I want people to get them gems and pick them up and be like, yo, I, I really appreciate that. We have people say, Hey, I appreciate your podcast. I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. You know, with the unpacking Nick Cannon, when my brother was talking about the Jews and so forth, he was just telling you uh, what we read about and, and, and why it was kind of detrimental to, for Nick to apologize not saying that it was wrong for him to apologize, but it's how he went about doing it. Yeah. And and that's where I, I leave all that to the gossip columns. I let them deal with that. But we want you to get fed some soul food over here mm-hmm. where we're feeding your spirit. We're giving you good laughter. So if you're starting your podcast, know who you are. Look, in, look within the mirror. Look within your heart. Know who you are and what you bring to the table because that's your niche right there. Be consistent. One thing that I noticed over this quarantine is so many people started like either slowing up their episodes or being like, I'm going to take a break since it's quarantine. And that's only because they were focusing on gossip topics and what's happening now topics and nothing was happening. And I said to myself, I said, Chantal, see, this is why I like you because (laughs) your topics be coming from here. Not around. They be coming from up top. So I wasn't. I wasn't stopping on no topics. I went through about, I want to say, two seasons during quarantine. And I, mind you, I have two kids. Ninety percent of the time they with me, and I run three podcasts. And one of them is with two other friends. And I keep it like very consistent. And when I schedule things, I schedule things on purpose with different people because. I want to connect with certain energies and certain people who are knowledgeable about certain things. Um, it's a podcast that I listen to. That's like my nerd quote unquote podcast. It's called something you should know. And the reason I like to listen to that is because every time he has a different guest specializing in something different and he always gives me 
new facts that I didn't know. And I'm just like, if I can't sit in my day and read a newspaper or, you know, read something of structure, at least I'm getting this information. And um, I just really try to push myself into researching topics, not just sitting on here blabbing about what I don't know, but researching topics because I don't want someone to listen to a show and be like, oh, this is the first time I heard about this. I'm going to take it for what she said. I want to make sure that I'm coming with certain facts and I wish more people were like that. Yes. Yeah. We, we totally agree. That's why we fact check things and we do the research uh, and, you know, journalism, because we both was in journalism through high school and college. So, we, yeah. you know, the number one rule is consider the source. But we also want to make sure that we're giving you something that, you, you know, a different way of thinking that you probably haven't thought about. And that's why I rely heavily on Angel because it's it's the other side of the brain. It's a, You know, he's not so much as, he's, I don't want you to think like I think unless it's the right way. But if you have a different difference of opinions, man, go for it. Let, let, let's ride with it. And, and I appreciate that uh, about him to bring that to the forefront. Hmm. Oh, before we get into today's topic, I want you guys to tell everybody where to reach y'all, where to find you guys. And uh, where to connect on like social media when you guys are on social media? No doubt, uh, you know, it's Talks Podcast. You can catch us on uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, Google Cast, uh, Listen Notes. I think we just registered to that as well. We also registered to Amazon Music. They're about to start with the podcast as well. What? Yeah, so we, we're all over the place. All over the place. iHeartRadio. And if you don't have one of those streaming services that you like, you can always go to uh, mistalkspodcast.com. That's our website. And you can stream all of our episodes. It's right there with the show notes and, and the links to other things that we have as well. We drop every Tuesday on Spotify, but for uh, for Apple Podcasts, it, it puts the stream up on Wednesday. So technically, we drop every Wednesday. And that's what I like to peep, uh, tell people. Now, I don't have a certain time because... You know, I just drop them and they they pull them up. So uh, you can definitely get us on every Wednesday, and we're weekly podcast. And we're in our season three right now. So uh, big ups to Miss Talks Podcast. <laughs> Good. Word, same word. Word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, this topic, and I feel like you two are good for this topic. Take an inventory of your work. I want to know how do you guys appreciate yourselves together with the podcast or just in life and separately? Like, how do you show yourself appreciation for the hours you put in, the man labor you put in? Go, I'll let Angel start that one off. Yeah, and I'm going to be honest with you. That's something that that's still a learning curve for me. Um, and reason why is, is, you know, I'm not trying to set up for the dramatics or anything, but, um, you know, I'm the youngest and I had big shoes to fill. So, uh, you know, my big brothers, man, they were smart. And so, you know, they brought home straight A's. So <laughs> when I got into school, I had to keep that tradition going. So I, I've, I've always had that work ethic of that example to work up to and I always push myself, um, but then I, I, I did discover 
somewhere in between life, you know, you got to learn to appreciate the victories as well as the challenges. And, and that's what I had to learn to grow from. Um, because um, to be honest with you, when I got into music and uh, writing is when I started to really appreciate, because to me it was a gift and I just do it. But when you have people who respond to what you do and they get emotional and you touch a part of them that really resonates with them and they share that with you, like that, that hits you in your heart too. And it's like, wow, you know, I, you know, that you say I blessed you, but you don't understand how much that blessed me. And, you know, just taking time and inventory to think that's crazy. Something that was, was aided in my mind and I just let it resonate and put it out there touch somebody's life so you know that that gives you a, a sense of value and self-worth and, and purpose right um but you know my kids also humbled me you know like just do they it's some it's something about children man it's something about the it's these little moments that you have with kids that is indescribable it could be something about the way they laugh that is infectious it's something about they, it's just something about when you look at them, they just make you want to smile for no reason. It's just like... First of all, your, your kids check you. Let me tell you how oh, my oh, six-year-old yeah. checked me. Oh, yes. I'm in the car, we waiting for the food, and I'm just like, you know what, Anya? While we over here, I'm going to go ahead and cancel my gym membership. She was like, why? I said, because I, don't, I can't really do it. When I got it, I was working a different job where I can make my hours. Now I have like a specified hours where I can go, and I always have them. So I'm just like, I'm just canceling it because I've been getting the money on the back end because I bought shares in the company. But I'm just like, I'm going to just go cancel it because I'm not going. And so she was like, well, fine. I just, you just going to be like that. I guess you just going to have that belly forever. I'm just like, girl, shut <laughs> Wait a minute. So, I heard yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the other side of it. Kids are very honest. <laughs> I like her honesty. I like it, but yeah, that's good. What about you, there? Oh, uh, well said, Angel. I, I, I really, I, I told you, my my baby brother is something special. Uh, inventory of my work. I used to be the type of person that felt like I had to be successful to be somebody, mm. and when I stopped taking what I thought was the right way of life and of course losing my father our father I really I really saw how fragile life really is and uh, prior to losing our father my mother was very sick to the point that she had liver cancer and her organs fell and she was knocking on death's door to the point if she did not get uh, organs within 24 hours you know it was game over and prior to that, I was on this mission of, okay, I know what I want to do. I'm, I'm writing my books. I'm, I'm not letting anything stop me. And that slapped me in my face and, and made me recognize what was right in front of me. Work is good. But if you don't have the loved ones in your life that you can look to and embrace those loved ones, everything that we're doing is in vain. So it put things in perspective with my marriage it put things in perspective with my my relationship with my brothers my relationship with my father my father my mother um you know i used to think that you're only good is the last thing that you did but that's not true you know you're only good as 
is the last thing that you did with someone that you really thought that was special to you. And I cherish those moments. And everything that we do now is fun. It's a lot of hard work. And it, when I get into that moment of I want to start belly aching, I start remembering why I do this. I'm able to talk to my best friend, which is my baby brother. I'm able to be in, a, in, in, in my wife's life, my mother's life. And when you start to understand that I'm not just doing this for me, I'm doing this for my family, everything makes sense. You know, it was a point in time where, you know, you're talking about Jay-Z is making so much money and Puff Daddy is making so much money and everybody want to be the next one. I'm not a flashy type person, man. I just, I fell back into, in my reserves and said, I'm good with being me. And as long as my health is 100, I'm the wealthiest man in the world. So everything else that I do is a surplus to me. And and that's how I take inventory of my work. I don't let it work me, I work it. So at the end of the day, when I, when I step away from the desk, I'm okay with that. And that's where I have to be with, with everything that I do because we always want to do things and, and, and be admonished and, and, and cherished and, and respected for the, our, our gifts and the things that we do. But, yo, man, your gift is, is the breath of life that God has blessed and, and gave to you. And there's nothing more precious than that. And that's why it's very hard when I see black men and black women being murdered by cops who are, who are supposed to protect and serve you know, I'm tired of seeing those things and it, it, 2020 has awakened what we've already dealt with in life. So when I take my inventory, I take my inventory with my prayers that I know that I'm here for a reason and my gifts are to be shared with the world. So I won't be selfish and hold those things back because you cannot put a monetary value on your life. Right. So that's my inventory. That's good. Because we see people who are wealthy that can't buy time and they lose people just like we lose people. And, you know, when people have families that have generational money and their kids grow up and they have everything they can ask for and you see them commit suicide, it's kind of like, there is more to this idea of having it all, quote unquote. So you really have to dig in yourself and be like, you know what, less is a lot more. Like, I like being around less people the older I get. And I'm less of a people person the older I get. And when you filter your people, you grow yourself because now those people become investments and you become investments in those people. When you, when it's a lot of people, you, that's too much energy. You don't know where that's coming from. <laughs> yeah, and everybody around you is not for you. And that's why I say that my circle is so small that it's a dot. Because, yeah. you know, it's I know who break bread with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't and then, you know, when you transition, when when the surplus come into your life, because you know, money is gonna come and go. So when that money comes, the all little fake friends that's tagging along, you know that they're not here for you. You know, the people who's in the trenches with you or the people who who, who deserves to be blessed. And that's why you bless the people who are in your trenches in the circle and everybody on the outside of the circle don't matter. I mean, that's what charities is for. That's where you do other great works with your money, but I don't need a bunch of people. I, I swear the, the older that I get, my circle is getting smaller and smaller. And I love it because 
I can just wrap my arms around my people and I feel like they can wrap their arms around me and we, we got each other and that's the blessing in disguise. Yeah, it's supposed to and I wish more people did more as far as like pouring into the people that are here like rewarding them while they're here telling them how you feel while they're here. Today is actually um, my favorite uncle's birthday that passed away four years ago. Um, from stage four brain cancer. And when I tell you this man was intelligent, um, witty, uh, quick on his feet, like very smart. And for a black man to take himself to the doctors for every appointment and be on top of like his health and him to have that and it happened so fast is like, do whatever it is that you feel like you're supposed to be doing because time doesn't care about what you want, how much time you think you got left. Just go for it and just go in. And for people who have an attitude, um, I hate to say it, but sometimes, depending on who you're around, a Kanye attitude to what you want in life will get you further than asking people, what do you think? And mm. people really went for the things that they wanted to do and that type of attitude, I feel like a lot more would get done, but a lot of people are too stuck on opinions of others and feeling like they have time. And it's kind of like, make the best out of all the time you have. There you go. Amen, sister, uh, amen. I, I agree with you, mm-hmm. well said. So for both of you, when was the last time you gave yourselves a new challenge? (laughs) And then then when you gave yourself a challenge, how did you reward yourself for your effort? Go ahead, Angel. (laughs) Notice how he wants me to step on the bomb first. (laughs) Exactly. Like now, now you're just getting into like complicated measures right here because, oh man, it's giving giving ourselves challenges is an ongoing thing. Um, whenever we have projects that are in the midst, and um, you know, whenever we we just have like um, strategies that we want to do with the podcast, there's always a challenge we put on ourselves. But personally, um, you know, we. Uh, made a commitment to write more this year and just take that time to kind of get some things out uh, projects you know to the point to where it's we're not talking about I got a book coming I got a book coming to get to that point to say hey my book is ready right Um, so we've challenged ourselves to write x amount of pages per week and um, it is it's amazing that as long as you have an excuse not to do it it will not get done but when you make time to do it and 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 that's the thing too is is um you don't always have to knock out everything from a to z but if you if you break it up to small um tasks over a period of time those things really add up and what i do uh to reward myself it's because we work up real, real, real hard is we play video games sometimes with each other. Really uh, Call of Duty. Yes. It's a, it's, oh, my God. Thank you. Can you say it louder for the people in the back? Because <laughs> it's like really everybody, is. everybody think video games are childish. And I'm like, 
just like you open a book and you get into a different place a different uh character just like you get into a game with a different mindset and you step away from it see now you will consider family because you just said the magic (laughs) words Welcome, because, sister. <laughs> because listen, listen, she's one of us. Listen, <laughs> our love of video games came from our love of literature, because it, it to us like it, like a lot of people frowned on comic books growing up, but comic books had some of the most diverse stories that you can ever get into if you took time to read. And to us, that love carried over to, to video games. So it's it's not childish. It's just a way of putting it to work. And uh, sometimes I cheat where when I'm playing video games, it's just a way to step away from something. And also it helps me get over a block or it helps me vet out a problem that I can't solve right away. So it's a great reward that keeps on giving. So I'll, I'll let my brother go. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, we 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 challenge each other. We com- It's a competition. That's what he, we compete against one another to get our books out. And it's fun competition. And like you said, uh, the reward, it's not so much the reward for us, but sometimes we have to back away from so much work and and boot up and, and clear our heads with the video games as well. Um, and that helps, you know, when you're when you're dealing with certain things like I don't have writer's block. I, I, I never have writer, writer's block. I have writer's flood. I have a flood yes. of things that's coming to me that I have to slow myself down and and pull it uh, you know like he'll he'll tell me you know my wife will tell me hey get away from it because you're over you have so much flowing through you that it's on i'm only one person i can't get it all out and i feel like i left so much on the table because you know oh i feel guilty for sleeping but if i don't sleep i'm not going to give the adequate uh uh what i need to to put to the project so you have to balance your things out life is checks and balances uh my other thing my other challenge is uh I get up and I, every every Saturday we do uh, volunteer work, and I challenge myself to to be a better husband with my for my wife. So I help her with the volunteer work, and we've been doing it for three years strong. So um, I, I challenge myself to get up every Saturday morning at four o'clock in the morning and go to uh, uh, to do this thing that we do with with fruits and vegetables to make sure that our elders get fruits and vegetables and fresh produce even when quarantine shut everything down we were still considered essential to do that and i i take pride in it because i feel like a lot of people uh overlook our elders and they couldn't go to the store and they, nobody was checking on them but my wife and i were doing that we were out there putting it on 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 the ground doing the work and and those are the, the challenges i feel like with that is the reward that you get uh, immediately because you knew that what I did was not for me it was for someone else and and then I can go and boot up and play video games <laughs> with my brother because I'm like yo I, I did it let me go play but then after we play we go right back to work it, it is a vicious cycle and it's fun because we challenge each other to be each other's best friend to be each other's you know hey I got you man and I'm gonna push you and I'm gonna, we're gonna grind because steel sharp and steel and he keeps me sharp and I keep, I, I hope I do the same for him and we bounce things off of each other because we want to, I want to see you win. And it's not enough of us out there that's wanting to see everyone win. I want to see you win with your podcast, with, with anything that you do. If you ever need Miss Talks podcast or, or us in general to support, we all, we want to support 
our community and help each other because hey man all of that it just takes one to the top yo let's get one up there and and, and pull us up because we're coming and and when we get there we're pulling somebody else up with us we don't have to hate on each other and that's that within itself i want people to challenge themselves not to hate on your counterpart but to help you know what i mean and if you're not going to help just get out of the way yeah. and and i and i have more respect for that as well exactly that's why i do exactly. this because i feel like it doesn't have to be a company like hello fresh saying we want to do a sponsorship and we'll pay you x y and z why can't i do a sponsorship for another podcast why can't i have another podcast on the show even though i'm a podcast it's kind of like that allows people to see that we are not in competition with each other we are our own our own people so just come here and do what you do because i can't be you and you can't be me and people need more of that like look how many breads are in the bread aisle like just do what you do exactly i I swear you have we angel and i said the same thing not only two days ago Mm-hmm. Not only freaking two days ago about if if somebody had that same mentality and it was Angel who said it, if somebody had the same mentality of there can only be one, how, why do you go to, to the grocery store and see an aisle full of different breads? Right. There you go. Like there's not only one baker. Yeah. Like you know, people got to get out of that that stupid mentality, man. I have and I I have no patience for stupid mentalities, people. <laughs> I really don't. I, I and I have no filter. Angel yeah. is the more classy one. I am the more. Nah, I, I, I hurt your feelings. I hurt your feelings. I, <laughs> I hurt your feelings. I, I, listen, man. Listen, I'm very patient. I'm very open minded, but I have a very low tolerance for ignorance and disrespect. So, oh, yeah. That's me. It takes me two. I'm, I'm gonna give you two minutes to get it right. Okay, and now. <laughs> there you go. Right. See, you get that's that courtesy, right? All right. around, I, I have him over there with that stutter talk. I, I hate him. Him downstairs. I would disappoint you. I, I thought he was nice. <laughs> yeah. And I, we have another joke. There's really not a nice angel in the Bible. <laughs> it, I'm saying. I thought you was an angel. Apparently, you didn't read the Bible. <laughs> my, I think my, I think my kids are still trying to figure me out. They're like, "Well, she goes to the park with us. She does this, and she takes us there. We get ice cream, and we get to eat this at night." But now she's yelling at us, and now I don't know what mood she was in. And I'm just like, "You're welcome," because when you leave my house, you gonna know how to deal with multiple people. <laughs> ain't, hey, ain't that what I tell them, Angel? If I offended right. any one of you, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Who next? Right. <laughs> we learn into adapting here. Um, I have a thinking question for both of you. Name three things about yourself that you're grateful for. Three things that I'm grateful for about myself, like physicality. Yeah. It could be anything about yourself that you're grateful for. I, I, felt like, I felt like if I asked ask Angel what he's grateful for about you, he right. like this. But when it comes to taking inventory on yourself and who you are, I think a lot of men struggle with giving themselves credit where like a woman be like, well, I'm this and this and this and this. Men yeah. like to praise others 
and find it easier to praise others. But when it comes to themselves, it's kind of like foreign. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with them not getting the credit in what they do often like women do. So when I ask you guys that, um, I want to see if over time you've taken your own inventory on what you mean to yourself so that you can know and understand what you mean to other people. Well, I had like 10,000 things I could have said. That's what, that that's that's crazy because, and of course, she don't, this know is the, who she, talking to. she don't know who she's talking to. I am a Dear Scorpio. Walter. <laughs> Dear oh, self, Walter. I love you. I know. Dear Walter. Yeah. Oh, how I love you. <laughs> now, let me quit. I love, I love, I love my brain. Um, and and I want to I want to go into each one if I can real quick. I love my brain because it is the biggest muscle that that we have as as people as individuals. When I lost, I, I had a a, hor- a horrible injury in football that I broke my neck and that took my football career away from me. And 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 it was a blessing in disguise because that's something that my parents had always gave us is that flexing that muscle allowed me to still get into college and still do other things so i thank god for those those gifts that he gave me uh especially when they said i would never walk again and i'm walking and jumping and i'm doing all of that i love my heart because i love real big and if you're in my circle i'm gonna love you you know to the to the day i die um and i love my ability to laugh at myself because i don't take myself too serious but i am a serious person but I just love the fact that I can laugh at myself, you know, especially if I mess up, you know, if I mess up, I mess up. And that's, that's a part of human nature that men have got to learn to get over themselves and, you know, just, you know, take it with a grain of salt. So those are the three things that I love about myself. Okay. I like that. Come on, angel. <laughs> I cannot follow that up. Jeez. Dear Walter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on my letter. I'm still on my letter. <laughs> Sometimes I say to myself, I say, self, huh? Who met you with? What three things I love about myself? Um, I do love my heart. And uh, to elaborate on that, um, you know, I, not not to, to, you know, be conceited or anything of that nature, but um, I really do pride myself on trying to be genuine with people. You know, um, there's a lot of situations where I know I could have an advantage if I thought a different way or took advantage of people. And I'm glad I'm not built that way. I'm glad that I I was blessed with the ability to see, um, you know, that's just not the way I want to progress in life. That's not the way I want to move in life. And I'm not saying that I'm I'm without flaws or mistakes, but my heart genuinely puts me in a situation to where I make decisions based off what is right for other people versus just being selfish a lot. Um, So I love that about me. I know some people may see it as a weakness, but I actually love that about myself because um, it, you know, you can go to sleep at night knowing that you didn't do, that you try to do everything you could for other people. Um, Another thing that I love about myself is creativity. Um, As children, um, you know, sometimes we moved around a lot And then sometimes, um, you know, we didn't have, you know, the luxury of having, you know, everything that we wanted, but creativity gave us an opportunity to explore life in a way that is unimaginable. Like I was that kid that I didn't mind reading in school. 
whenever we were assigned to read books, um, I my imagination used to run wild in the classroom. Like I, I would finish my work fast so that I can get back to reading the book. Because I like when I read when I was a kid, it was visual for me from what reading the classics like Super Fudge and the Monster Ring. And then, you know, of course, when I got older, getting into things like Edgar Allan Poe, like my creativity would just take those words. And I, I just didn't read a boring story to me. It was never boring. It just allowed things to be creative. And then that transcended to me writing for myself and then also music, um, you know, just hearing different noises and then I can come up with a concept for a song so I love my creativity and the third thing that I would say that I love about myself is the fact that um, man I, I love being that type of man that honors family I love that manhood of owning that responsibility being a good leader um, owning my mistakes and showing you know my children that it's not about walking perfect. It's about making mistakes and then how you handle those mistakes, learning from it, about reconciling relationships that could have left, could have been left, you know, unresolved, you know, um, just being that man of accountability, like just taking it on the chin when I need to, but also uh, learning how to navigate better through life. And I think that's something that we kind of miss because I, I see some situation where people are just wanting to be right all the time. Like they don't want to own no wrongdoing. They don't, it's always somebody else's fault or, you know, it's always something that's deflective. And I, I'm just not built like that. We weren't raised that way. And I, and I love that about myself because, um, man, I, I'd rather own it and learn from it and be free from it than to run from it for the rest of my life and be imprisoned by it, you know? That's good. Um, so you need to be teaching a webinar for black men to understand that they need to own their mistakes. That it's okay. I think you get more respect in life when you show people that you're humble enough to own your mistakes. And I always tell men and boys that just be honest. Like, nobody can knock you when you're honest with them. Nobody can be like, oh, you said this and now it's this. No, I was honest. It was the same thing I said a month ago, three months ago. And there's so much freedom in being honest. There's so much freedom in just releasing and letting it go and being like, you know, I, I did say this, but I fell short. This is how I can make it up to you. And it's kind of like, okay, now we're getting somewhere because you don't want to repeat the past issues. You don't want to repeat your past mess ups and what you didn't do. What about all the things I did do? What about, you know, all the times I did come through? And I feel like men just want to be appreciated most of the time. And yeah. because they don't know how to ask for that appreciation or how to phrase it in a way where it doesn't come off like I'm dismissing what I did it comes out very brash and it's very like shoved off so what you said i i completely get that That's good. yeah all right no i'm just kidding right. <laughs> he got that from me matter of fact he stole that from my letter here wow <laughs> wow it's good man right. i love this i love this it was really good um 
taking like inventory of your work allows people to not even have the space to discredit you because it's vivid and um, yes. I, I want more people to even if they haven't reached their goal to think about all the times when they thought they couldn't and now look at you think about yeah. all the times where you thought that was it and now look at you and when I do that for myself that's what keeps me going because maybe it is slight cockiness maybe it is slight faith but it's more so God showing you that remember when you thought you couldn't and, and this happened remember when you believed and this happened remember when you had the space to not stress and this happened so I'm learning now at 33 not to even stress about what I can't do and I love watching what happened when I feel like I'm getting up to like a deadline and it's not gonna happen and something always happens so it's like I'm, I'm surfing on a wave of faith and uh confidence and um just security in myself to adapt to the outcome and being human being human like okay maybe it won't happen maybe it does happen but i'm not gonna knock myself before i try amen yeah. Yeah. well said but that's good thank you guys for doing this it's well, our pleasure yes thank yeah, you queen we appreciate you I, I think you i think you said it best taking inventory of your your work um it, it gives you that certain liberation to where you don't have to worry about the validation of other people and that's really important because some days you're not gonna want to do any of this <laughs> and that's okay yeah and that's okay yeah, and that's okay and that's the whole human nature is, is being okay with that but you you'll get out of the rut and you'll get back on yes. you know yes. this thing because we walk by faith and not by sight so you know yeah, i get it you know and i own the space that i'm in and i don't just take it for granted and i know that you know that blessing is there like Michael told Michael told the producer, if I don't do it, God is gonna give it to Prince. <laughs> I'm like, Mike made sense, okay? MJ was dropping gems. I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all slept on Mike. Mike Mike was ahead of ahead of the curve, man. Yeah, he was. All the time, if anybody wanna still question if Mike was black, go to videos where other people were singing and he stopped. And look at his side eye. Only black people are that petty to give you visual side eye that you're doing something wrong. Prince did it. Um, who else did it? Uh, uh, Whitney. Whitney Houston did it. Yes, Little Richard did it. Little Richard. He's black. That's yeah. what this ain't, this ain't a, a, a question. He black. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and Mike, and Mike, I'm glad you mentioned Little Richard because Mike was generous enough when he got the Beatles catalog. He gave yes. Little Richard his catalog back to him. That's a black trait. That's that's giving as we yeah. do as black men and black people. So Mike shout out. He always paid homage to the ones that came before him. But real quick, one of my favorite Michael Jackson stories was if you ever hear Magic Johnson talk about when he met Mike, he didn't know what to expect. And he said, you know, he came to sit down with him and met him at his house. He had this bread of like all these fruits and vegetables and whatnot. And, and Magic like, what does he eat? Like acting like he's some alien or something. Yeah. And so Magic said, you know, uh, Mike, I'm gonna go ahead and get some of this salad and some of these fruits and berries. 
He said, Mike, Mike looked at him sideways and said, well, you go ahead. I'm going to get on this fried chicken right here. <laughs> I can't even imagine Michael Jackson eating fried chicken. Right. Yeah. It, it is like, and that's the point why he told that story because people idolize him and, and, and yeah. forget the human factor that he's a human. You know, he wasn't human. Yeah. And, and, and I couldn't have imagined, you know, that life that he lived being into the entertainment system, uh, system ever since he was like five years old and having to tour for all those years and then even doing it in his adult life. You know, I couldn't imagine that type of pressure, just like Michael Jordan. I couldn't imagine living that type of pressure. Look, bro, when you make a rat your best friend, you know you uh, you ain't had a childhood. Yeah, no more. That's my When his daddy killed him, he was like, no! Oh, Joe. Joe Jackson had a purpose. Yeah. Every year, I think celebrity life is looking more depressing. I'm just like, no, celebrity is not it. Like, I like going to Walmart at 2 a.m. with no bra and nobody's bothering me. They can't do that. They can't do that. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Fame is not not it for me. Um, I don't care about fame, but give me give me all my my money though. Give me all my paper. <laughs> of course. Hey, let me hold a dollar. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for doing this. Um, I will be plugging this up so people can know where to find you guys, where to reach you, and uh, I think we all think on the same wave so i wouldn't mind doing another episode with you guys hey just let us know and uh yes. we definitely we definitely would like to invite you over to miss talks podcast and yeah, be on a panel angel is working on something that he's he's wanting to get a round table discussion going mm-hmm. uh once we get the final details uh earned out we definitely will shoot oh, definitely. that email to you sister we definitely appreciate it. we have fun i have fun thank yeah, you uh Next time uh, I make I make Angel read my dear Walter letter. <laughs> I used to I, I used to tell him that he wakes up early so he can spend more time with himself. That's right. I love me. Hey, if you don't love yourself, how you gonna tell somebody else? Teach somebody else how to right. love you. Right. Y'all better y'all better recognize. <laughs> Okay, you know what, Chantal? We are not ready for a relationship because sometimes you get on my nerves. Some days I'm not going to be with you. I'm just like, you know what, girl? You're right. Right? <laughs> so I'm hey, doing you hear work. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you hear what I'm saying? Talking to yourself, huh? Right. <laughs> what you doing here? <laughs> hey, that's the best conversations. Oh, man. Because when you, check, when you check yourself, that is the funniest thing ever. Listen. Because like you just talk to yourself and you imagine you checking yourself. Be like, man, you tripping. Man, yeah. shut up. <laughs> then when you start fighting yourself, that's a different subject now. I'm not telling y'all to do that. <laughs> Mind your business. <laughs> it's personal. <laughs> it's personal. <laughs> so y'all, y'all need to quit. Another she gets it podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Peace. That was good. Thank you. No doubt. <laughs> Y'all have an excellent night. I will have this edited and up for tomorrow, and I will tag you in it. So.
Oh yeah, tag. Awesome. It's awesome. So is it video or is it audio? It's just audio. So That's I do awesome. I do video so people are comfortable to gauge like the conversation. Like, yes, ma'am. Even, even when you said um you're more so like not video when you do the podcast. That's how right. I am. So what I did last season it was I was trying to see how many listeners I had that watch video. But I think right. because everybody's in quarantine and they're not at the office, they're not really on video live. So I've been like watching the numbers and just seeing like what works, what doesn't work. But yeah. Good. No doubt. Well, we appreciate you. We're not going to hold you. I know it's late, but we appreciate you and you have a blessed night, love. You too. Yes. All right. Thank, thank you, you again. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you so much, Walter. Thank you so much, Angel. This is a great episode and I just hope that you guys continue to take great inventory of your work and know your worth and continue to evolve and grow and do your best i think you guys are doing a great job with miss talks podcast you know great topics and i look forward to hearing from you guys soon